hey hey welcome back to the single mother's guide to the galaxy and um yeah if you've actually come back no seriously if you've come back here for round two then i'm sure the universe is testing your resilience so this week we're going to look at many choices on your first or earlier dates and i've kind of named this um this segment dates mates and menus so let's have a chat about this it's kind of interesting well i think it is um did you know that there are actually unwritten rules about what you should choose on the menu when you're on a date whether it's like your first date or earlier dates that apparently there's this little equation out there so i always just showed up and chowed down whatever took my fancy whether it was steak seafood curry pizza nothing was off limits and everything was on my radar to eat with great gusto so how did this amazing revelation come to light? Well, it all happened when I was going on a date to Cafe Sydney. I mentioned to my group, I said, oh, I'm going on this date. So excitedly, we all look at the menu and, you know, we go through what we would order and whatnot. And, you know, I was salivating over the crab and Morton Bay bugs. I was like, ooh. So casually I said, oh, I might go for maybe the Morton Bay bugs. My audience, who were millennials, <laughs> went quiet for a split second and said, oh, you cannot order that, it's too messy. I was a little confused and so I thought, okay, I'll try something else. So then I sort of announced or sheepishly kind of said, oh, maybe the uh, raw yellowfin tuna with the tuna mayonnaise and all those other pretty ingredients. There was no silence on this one. They were pretty reactive and it was something about smelling like a fish. Um, anyway, this conversation went on for a while and I noticed every choice I made on the menu, it went down like a lead balloon. I remember an occasion when I told friends, a guy asked me on a date to this, it was this really like new funky inner city curry house. Like apparently had great reviews and I thought, ah, he has good taste. He's, you know, pick somewhere great. But I told this group and they were like laughing. And I think the comment was, he definitely doesn't, he definitely does not know the rules or he doesn't understand that by choosing that place, there is definitely no sex on that date. Full stop. So confused by this, I go to my Yoda. He's the same age as me. I'm thinking, ah, millennials, ah, I mean, my age group, maybe it's an age thing. And um, so, you know, I said to her, and I said, I'm really confused. Is These guys are saying there's like this rule book on what you should eat on dates. She actually agreed. And I was like, shit, I was really, I was actually gobsmacked. And, um, and I thought to myself, oh my God, what what is the name of the rock that I have been hiding under? But then again, her explanation made sense. So she came up from a totally different angle where she was like, basically, you need to choose things that, yeah, of course they're tasty. You know, you're not gonna eat something you don't like, but they have to be easy to eat so you can focus on being in the moment on your date. So I decided to approach three groups of people, those in their 20s, 30s and 40s with the same questions and the same menu. because I just want to see what they all thought. So come back and next, and I will do go through it all. And I think we can go through this little, I don't know, um, matrix together.
Okay, let's get this started. All right, it's quite exciting actually, just to see when it all comes together. Oh. Okay, so the first bit was I sent everyone a menu and I was like, okay, I've got a few comments, respond to them if you can, that would be brilliant. So the first one was, here's the menu, pick what you would order on a first date. Now, for those of you that want to follow this and look at the menu, go to Cafe Sydney and look at their, I think it's a la carte menu. Anyway, the guy in his 20s said he would choose as an appetizer, black Angus beef, main beef tenderloin. The female, who is my homegirl, she said for the appetizer, she would choose grilled prawn, salt cod, and apparently a whole stack of other beautiful ingredients with that. For her main, she chose pork belly. Now, her reasons, she said, from a girl's perspective, they're both easy to eat and they're expensive and she's assumed he's paying. Um, no, no ingredients are actually particularly uh, smelly for the breath, but also it's relatively light. So it didn't matter how much she ate of it, she wouldn't feel like weighed down. But, you know, the reasons for both, apparently both of these guys actually chose the pork belly, but they thought on a date, you can't have, you both can't have the same meal on a date. Um, otherwise, you'd probably be sharing. Uh, so they kind of went for the guy. The next best thing was beef tenderloin. Very interesting. So now what we're going to do is what we gonna going to oh my lord where do you know what sometimes somehow my n and g just drops off from my vocab don't know how but it does um so then we'll go to question two after we hear from mr 30 and mr 40 uh, i think i'd go for the seafood platter obviously to share and then it'd be more of a mix of seafood as well as uh, something to nibble on as a as a as a couple almost all right this is a test one okay uh question one what would i order um Generally, I'll always order what my body feels like eating, really. Um, so that would be my first consideration. But given that we're eating in a relatively fancy restaurant, the other consideration would be, have I ever eaten something before? So I'd look at this particular menu and i think, well, what haven't I had before? Let's try that. Um, so I'm looking at this particular menu and to be honest, I'm having a little bit of a crush on the word Pathibia. So I'll go with that. <laughs> hey, hey, if you've come back for this one, it means you're in it to win it. So the second um, thing that I did ask everyone was, is there something on the menu that are definite no ways? And let me know why. And anyway, for my millennial, like beautiful beings, they said definite no ways. The guy said tuna, smelly and probably not tasty. Uh, steer clear of the prawns. They're messy and you get smelly fingers. Steer clear of octopus in respect for the other person because apparently some people are actually scared of octopus. 
really. <laughs> I kind of thought people were scared of like Stephen King, it clown. Octopus looks kind of harmless. Well, actually, no. When I was at the fish markets, I literally crap myself every time they have the live octopus and they, their tentacles move. Oh, yuck. Okay, next one. So my girlfriend said, none of the crab meals, they're too difficult to eat and messy. No to raw tuna with mayo because they're too smelly. Lasagna, too heavy. Tandoori roasted ocean trout, self-explanatory. Uh, right. See, this is where I always miss the boat. I always miss it because that was actually on my list. The tandoori roasted ocean trout, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I don't get it. Look, I'll tell you what. I went on a date once and I was out with a girlfriend in Double Bay at Mississippi. And we, anyway, we had an afternoon on Prosecco's and she was like, you know, what? if we're going to if we're going to consume calories, it's going to be on Prosecco, not on food. And I remember I was starving. I mean, I was starving. Anyway, I was, um, there was this guy, we we're going to go out for a date. So I, and I knew he lived around there. So I, you know, so he messaged me on, you know, towards the end of the afternoon. And I said, listen, um, you know, if you want to go out for dinner, great. Meet me here. We'll, you know, and then we'll work it out. So my girlfriend met him and then we went out to dinner. Anyway, he said, make, you know, what would you like to order? Now I ordered the steak and risotto. Like bearing in mind, I hadn't eaten since breakfast by this stage. I think it was maybe 7.30, hopefully, maybe about that time. And so, yeah, uh, he actually said to me, I, I think he's used to people not eating a lot because he actually said when I ordered, he goes, wow, you must be hungry. And then I, I realised something that just played back, like it was like a flashback, is my Yoda who actually said to me about being in the moment on the date, you know, so you can engage, you can talk, and that's why you order things that are both tasty because you can, you know, lo love the food, but you can also engage. And, um, yeah, it was hilarious because I don't think I actually spoke that much. He did all the talking. And I was just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As I chowed through my steak which was a main, and then my next main, which was the risotto. Oh, Lord, if I could play, if I could turn back time, you know, right now I'm picturing Sher singing on that, like, if I could turn back time, I probably should have ordered something a lot lighter. Okay, stay tuned because we're going to go into Mr. 30 and Mr. 40. Definite no ways would be uh, quail eggs. Uh, also the uh, fish. I, I wouldn't order a fish. Not because of the smell or taste, just because, well maybe actually the aftertaste and the smell associated with eating fish. Especially like a big full fish. And a sort of intricacy, also in case I choke and die. On a bone, that wouldn't be a good look. If I was on a date and I was coughing and spluttering and choking on a impaled bone in my esophagus. Okay, question two, is there anything I wouldn't eat on the menu? I'm happy to say no. 
It's not that there are foods and flavours I don't like on this menu, all these dishes sound great. Now restaurants of this calibre generally pride themselves in taking something and turning it into something magical, don't they? Then they give him a fancy name that adds to its mystery. <laughs> uh, like Pathivia. Oh. Pathivia. It's a fucking pie. I bet it's a f- fucking good pie though. I bet it's really good. And it sounds yummy. It's right on my alley. I'd go with that. It's what I feel like eating right now. Alright. Okay, so we're getting into the third part. Now I've got Mr. 30s and Mr. 40s who, you know, I asked them a question. Is there anything that you wouldn't want your date to order? And they came back with very interesting um, outlooks, which was awesome. So let's have a listen. I do like the goat cheese, and once I saw that, I think I'd order that myself. Uh, what would I not like someone to order would be a big fish, but maybe an eyeball sticking out of the fish, and then on the horrible occasion, if the actual date did eat the said eyeball of the fish, that would be kind of a bit off-putting. Question three, would I have a problem with anything my date ordered? Oh, absolutely not. No. Um, you eat whatever you want, however much of it you want. Have three desserts for all I care. Enjoy yourself, you know. Um, after all, you're paying for it all. No, just kidding, just kidding. Um, in all seriousness, I don't think food should necessarily be the focus on a first date. Um, I think the focus should be getting to know each other, you know, getting to know that person's value system, sharing your passions, your stories, you know, the food should just be a, a side dish, so to speak, an accoutrement, um, and, and that's where I think I would leave that question, and just for the record too, I've had a number of fantastic first dates, but none of them have been in a fancy restaurant. My best first date was actually at Tropfest, and I was invited by Ange Buckley, and she, I turned up and she'd made a picnic basket with wine and cheeses and all these yummy things, some of which I'd never tried at the ripe old age of 20, and it was just terrific, and it was one of my favourite relationships and she really set the great the greatest precedence with that um so yeah you know that was probably more expensive than a fancy restaurant when i think back on it <laughs> for her but boy did it leave an impression good on your hands all right that's question three now So last but not least, we've kind of wrapped everyone up and what they're doing and everything else, but the main 
takeaways that I would do from today is basically people on their first or early early dates, they're actually quite considerate about the other person. Um, Yeah, newsflash, ding, ding, memo to Mel. Think about the person you're sitting opposite before you go and eat those garlic prawns. (laughs) Um, the other thing I looked at, number two, is people seem to prepare themselves. They actually do. It's, it's actually, it's quite amazing. And, and I take my hat off. Like, they prepare themselves for a patch or the horizontal tango. Whether it happens or not, it seems that there is a fear of smelling or having a full stomach that, or eating something that gives you gas that would make it uncomfortable during the wild thing. Maybe you can't do that backflip. <laughs> Yeah, okay, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have laughed. Okay, yeah. Okay, number three. Sometimes people make their menu choices based on a combo of taste and ease. These are the ultimate multitaskers. These are the people that are going to go far in life. Where, honestly, I think if we did, let's, we should really do a segment where we can look at people, where are you now? What choices did you make before? And where are you now? Because seriously, that's a multitasking. Like, I would never have thought, I am going to sit in I am going to sit in front of a van, I am going to order these things and I'm going to enjoy that, but I'm also going to be able to interact and, I don't know, like reply. I'm just like, yeah, that tastes great. I can't talk right now. Can I just finish eating? Is that why this is called the single mother's guide to the galaxy? (laughs) Possibly. Okay, so we've got the other thing, which is, Men actually do pay attention to the menu. I was surprised at that. They read the menu, they look at it, and yeah, it was it was really great. Okay, so let's wrap this up. Thank you. We've discovered when you go on a date, do whatever you want. Just have in the back of your mind what it is you think you're going to do before you order. Um, But the other part is I want to look at is next week, stay tuned for my next topic. Sounds awkward and it is awkward. When is it okay to do a number two under the same pre-flying? Like I'm only asking this and I'm going to go out and seek like some sort of advice uh, from different people is um, I actually dated a guy for over two years and I avoided it for the first year and a half. I never did a number two under the same roof line. I'd make up excuses, like um, I'd make up crap, pardon the pun, like I had to go out to buy a coffee, but I'd really go to a service station and use their toilet. (laughs) And then I'd get home and I'd realize I don't have the coffee, so then I'd have to go back and find a coffee shop to come home with the cup of coffee to make sure it looked like I went out for my coffee. Um, You know, and if we were away on holidays in hotels, I would actually say, ah, I just have to go down and check something at the lobby with my details. I'll be back. And yeah, I wasn't, the lobby never called. I wasn't there for details. (laughs) Anyway, that's what's coming up next week. Thank you so much, guys, if you came back and yeah. Have a really good week.